Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. We're on to episode 63. Today is Tuesday, February 21st, 2017. I am joined, as always, by my boys, my cohorts, my companions, minus heirs, Victor <laughs> and Carl. How we doing, boys? Hanging in there. It was good, y'all. Yeah? Eh, not much. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Everyone's looking healthy. Uh, sorry, we had a quick miss last week with the Valentine's Day holiday, which snuck up on us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unexpectedly. There was no way in hell y'all mm-hmm. wasn't going to record mm-hmm. on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a busy day, um, but yeah. welcome back. No, uh, We have a little uh, different recording device today, so no the fa- no Facebook Lives. You have to record us the old-fashioned way. You'll be listen- hopefully listening to us tomorrow, uh, the 22nd. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go over some of the news and highlights. A bit of a slow month. We're in the middle. We're in the dredges of winter right now. Yeah. Not a lot of new movie releases. Winter is here. Yeah, yes, it sure is. <laughs> I um, hate this. We've had like a huge hit of snow, and I'm just now that it's melting. I appreciate grass. Yeah, so much more. yeah. We had a just stare. I find myself staring at it like Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> I don't know what storm. When when was that storm? Now, last week or two weeks ago? Now. Um, yeah, two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, and then we had yeah that that was over a foot, and then we had like four more inches after that. Then, thankfully, because this is New England, it's now 60 degrees or like yeah. 50s, 60s. So I it's starting to melt. That stuff. Did you have to? Oh man. oh, man. Yeah, I had to shovel my driveway three times. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the worst part. Thankfully, my brother in law has a plow. However, I still had to get enough to get the cars out so that it could, you know, maneuver and get around. Mm-hmm. But that that was awful. That was awful. And I get like, uh, I get a little uh, cabin fever, you know, when you're inside for so long. Um, turns like Jack Nicholas from The Shining. Yeah. So, um, and I wish it was like when I was younger. I'm like, I'm gonna go sledding. I don't do that. I'd probably die if I went sledding. Currently, <laughs> I went sledding once in my whole entire life. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. Hit a rip at Roger Williams Park. Scared out of my mind, but it was the most fun thing I've ever done. Did they not have the hills? Where you oh, grew it was up? Plenty of hills. Well, in Roger Williams Park, yeah, but dude, I'm from the hood. Like, I, I was gonna, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say the H word. I'm glad you said it for me. It's like, do they not have hills in the hood? Okay. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of hills. In was, the hood. But yeah. did, were, was that? Did you sled often, Victor? No, actually. Really? Is no. that a white guy? Because <laughs> I sled all the time. Odds are yes. <laughs> Every time there was a snowstorm, we went to uh, the same spot. I can't remember the name of the... It was like an apartment complex. We had to like, go through the woods and stuff. But it was a great sledding spot. Oh, nice. We went all the time. And then Jackass came out. We tried to do all the stupid stuff, which is really dumb. But, you know. <laughs> we all did some Jackass yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Except for Victor. He had no fun. Uh, I, I did Jackass stuff back in the day. <laughs> the worst really? Is, yeah. The worst yeah. is when we and my friends got a camera. I wish yeah, I could find those tapes. Ca- oh man, if there's a camera involved, you're yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it's just like your stupidity level just kind of goes high. <laughs> it's just the fact that there's a camera. Involved. I don't know what type of the, the, the tapes were, Vic, but they were they weren't VHS. Mm-hmm. They were like smaller. Uh, they, were they like Betamax? Is it, I don't Damn. know. I don't know the name. No, because that's before yeah, VHS, that right? Oh, like Betamax the, was before Maurice was born. Right. Oh, were they like the the small, like pocket size? Yeah. Digital, yeah, like yeah. the DV tapes. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was weird because it was like right before the camera. It was it was right in the in between of the VHS and the DVD. So the little yeah. guys and like I had to send it away to get it burned onto a DVD because they were so new. Mm-hmm. But we, I didn't even think I owned a DVD player at the time, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, can I put this in a VHS? Those cameras were. I mean, those those films are around somewhere. I wish I could find them because they would be hilarious. I thought I put. I have no idea where they are. <laughs> like they, when, when we empty this house out, I'm sure we'll find them. But oh, there's gonna be some good 12 year old stuff. On there. <laughs> <laughs> there is one. I'm pretty sure we saw like a monster. So I gotta find that. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. 
go to the woods at night. I would, go, yeah, I would, I would actually watch that just yeah. to have like a lengthy debate. Yeah, well, it was like it was like me and my friend that like, was going through, and we just like so you could see something at the camera, like out of the corner, like the thing, and then he runs. It's, like, it's just like every video you see on like those stupid TV shows, like Discovery, or like yeah. oh the five hundred like monsters, big foot, those big yeah. exciting yeah. things. Yeah. He's like, oh god, he just runs into me, and then we just go running. It's great, but there was something mysterious. It's probably just like a big raccoon or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no man! Raccoons yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find, uh, I gotta find those. Uh, so it's been, a, it's been a few weeks since we we last gathered. Um, Carl, how is your uh, four in February doing? I beat it. Yeah, beat above oh. and beyond. Yeah, I actually, and I raised, I actually raised. Um, I told Eddie from the Party Nerds, I said I raised you one more. So I finished all four Uncharted plus the Game of Thrones Telltale. Mm-hmm. So I would have to say, if I would have to rank all the Uncharted, it would be four, two, three. One that's fair, hmm. that's probably that sound about. I'm still going through four, I'll probably beat that to finish off my four in February, but that seems where I'm going. The the cinematic piece just overtook that one for me. Yeah. You're a big fan of two, right, Vic? Yeah, and three, three, yeah, yeah. The fighting was weird, and like the hand to hand was weird in three. It yeah. um, it kind of threw me off once these like monsters and demons kind of got into it because, mm-hmm. like, okay, for Uncharted 4 was the first one I played, mm-hmm. so I'm just like, okay, it's real. Mm-hmm. But then, like, they had those little, um, those Yeti monsters, which turned out to be guys in costumes or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, the fast-paced demons in the first one. Yep. It's just like, okay, you just completely threw me off. Still love the game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it just completely, like, threw me off. I was the yeah. same way where I had no idea that was coming in any of the Uncharted. So I was playing through the first one. And I, got, I was like, oh, because, like, Tomb Raider... There, you know, there, you expect the supernatural type stuff, but in this, I was like, oh, it's just like regular old spelunking or just the guy hunting tombs, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, blah, monsters. Yeah. I was like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. And those things were fucking annoying as hell. You who, yo, who are you telling? Yeah, those are those were. <laughs> I'm playing this. I'm like, this is this is basically pitfall. I was running and gunning, <laughs> yeah, and, ju- and yeah. jumping. It was it was yeah. nonstop. Pitfall. Uh, yeah. So the like, story. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I liked it. <laughs> More like uh, Call of Duty, I would say, Carl. <laughs> the game, okay, when I was at the intensity of like shooting all the soldiers mm. and stuff, that's what made me think of Call of Duty. There are a lot of enemies, that is yeah, for sure. Too much. Yeah, it was to the point they were getting annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Drake commits a lot of murder. Yes, yeah, he right. He would be, he would, that'd be, he'd be charged with war crimes if yes. this were <laughs> real life. Yes, there's definitely a lot of murdering. Again, the other guys would, too. Oh, yeah. Well, they're all dead, mm-hmm. so I guess they can't be. Um, yeah. Call of Duty guys, too, yeah. Uh, so how long did the, was the Telltale game? Was it good? Did you enjoy it? Was there room open I, for more? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, well, kind of, sort of. There was, like, a end to the Forester, but there is still, like, a bit of a cliffhanger. And then I heard that there is a season two in the works by mm-hmm. Telltale. So um, I would say I would definitely recommend that you play that you play. I bought it. I had it on my old PS4, mm-hmm. and um, I just never – I played like one episode there's six episodes all together and i played one and never bought bought the rest of the dlcs i don't really buy dlcs I need oh yeah i'm not a fan but with the telltale you have to buy the whole season to get the whole story but then this whole seat when they when that five dollar flash sale yeah. happened what a month ago maybe yeah about a month ago a month ago then they had the whole thing for five bucks mm-hmm. yeah screw it and, I, and then i just there you go yeah, when I got the I got the Batman Telltale, which I haven't. I heard that was yet. really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have to get on that. Which is where I can send you the game right here. Send this to you and play it. But. Yeah, I actually played with Telltale. I played the Walking Dead season one. That was really good. That was I like heard their best those were work, good too. right? 
Yeah. It was like their their top notch. Yeah. I what the kid. It was that, and there was something else they made. Oh, uh, the Wolf Among Us. Maybe, and then some yeah. other stuff like wasn't as popular. But that was like the creme de la creme was their season one of Walking Dead. Yeah, and I have season two, which I downloaded for free from mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus, but I never got around to it. Mm. Free is always good though. That's a problem with the the downloadable stuff. If I don't see it. I just forget it's there. Yeah. So that's why I still buy hard copies of all my stuff. I rarely just download it digitally. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with hard copies. Oh, yeah, I, like, I, I like that whole having a collection yeah. feel to it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it just goes, like, I still have my 360 games all lined up. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get all that. Um, so I get a, for my 4 for 4, I'll just touch on it re- quickly. I beat Super Mario Land. Super Mario 3D Land for 3DS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's eight worlds. I beat it all. I, I actually got all, and there's three stars for each level. And I got them all for each, every, every single level. But then after you beat the whole game, you save Princess Peach from Bowser, you get to the special world. There's eight of those. And you save Luigi in the first one. And then you can play him the rest of the game. And I always play Luigi because I'm a younger brother. So I always play <laughs> Luigi. Um, like Mario Kart, Mario Party, every Mario game. Except for Super Smash Brothers, although he's probably like my third character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I immediately switched to Luigi, and I'm playing through that second world. But it's like a whole nother game. Mm-hmm. So kind of in my head, I'm like, this is like this is gonna this might count for the four for four. I'm gonna say because I beat in Super Mario Brothers, New Super Mario Brothers one two three D Land. And then 3D land again. It's just so hilarious how you just said, because I'm a younger brother, I have to be Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> After all these years. Growing up. Yeah, he doesn't get enough love, though. That's right. Not nearly enough. Luigi is... I'm a Luigi. Number one. <laughs> He's number one. I love Luigi. That's from your Mario Kart 64. But, uh, yeah, because whenever you played as a younger brother and you played two players... Older brother gets one player, Mario. I always yeah. get Luigi. They're literally the same sprites, just different colors. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I have an affection for Luigi. Yeah. Because he's my boy. <laughs> You're a younger brother. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I'm like, oh, so okay. Yeah. And, and also in Super Mario Brothers 2, the the weird, not like the weird one, the one that was like released in America, mm-hmm. uh, Luigi jumps higher than Mario. Because Mario fucking sucks. But he has less traction. Yeah. But he does Mario, jump higher. Mario is shorter and fatter. That's true. That's true. And when you play Luigi in Super Mario Brother Run, or Super Mario Run, he also jumps higher than that too. Mm. But I didn't, need, I didn't need him for that, but I got him anyway because he was Luigi. The mobile game? Yeah. I really need to spend that $10. Yeah, and the levels are fun. The three coins are fun. Um, but after that, like the toad run is where you like challenge other people, like I mentioned before, and it's not really that much fun. So once I beat all the levels, get all the coins, I just stop playing it. Mm. But still enjoyable. The last, like, when you get all the coins, you unlock secret levels, and the last level is like really, 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 really hard. Mm-hmm. So I like, once I beat that, I was like, okay. I don't want to rage quit and throw my phone. It I, took me I a while, I will say. It took me a long time. Um, but now I can beat it with ease. <laughs> Oh man, any um, any other any other games you got, or just uh, you, those are the five? Yeah, that was it. The nice, five. nice. That's that's good. That that probably increases your number from the previous year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, I actually caught the uh, the People versus OJ Simpson. That was a mm-hmm. mini series on Netflix. No, I mean, well, I watched it on Netflix, but it was on FX. Yeah. Last year, I want to say. Yep. And. It is fucking good. Yeah. Like I remember like I I'm glad I I'm glad they came out with it now that I'm an adult because I you know, I remember I was like in sixth grade when all this is happening. Yeah. I remember the Bronco Chase and they're just saying OJ Simpson's in there and that was it. Then the trial just seemed like it took forever, and which mm-hmm. it really did. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like being in the sixth grade and we literally stopped what we were doing. <laughs> 
grab the TV just so we can watch the verdict. Mm-hmm. And I'm just cheering, yay, ch- yeah. OJ didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't know it. I knew I knew he was there for his mur- yeah. you know, he quote unquote killed his wife. Right. And Ron Goldman. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> My mm-hmm. blackness cannot confirm that he did. Oh man, <laughs> Dave Chappelle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah. So I'm like, I remember just that's all I knew was just that he was on trial for murder. Mm-hmm. He got off, and like that was it. Yeah. But as far as like all everybody else that was involved, you know, Rob Kardashian and all, and Johnny Cochran and every all the details were in it. Like wow, they were Sherman. It was mm. yeah, mm. Furman. Furman, Furman, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he was awful. Yeah, he's not a good dude. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. And I'm just sitting there like, wow, like this was really intense. Mm-hmm. And kudos to all, like all the actors. I mean, Cooper Gooden Jr. He didn't really look like OJ to me, but he played the part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad he was able to make a small comeback with that role. He's yeah. been away for a while. God, yeah, you can say yeah, yeah, you can say that. And then um. One thing I did get to, I did get a little disturbed was seeing that Rob they they featured Rob Kardashian's kids, which of is, course they did. And this and I'm sitting there, I got so into it, so I started YouTube. I was like, I wonder what Kim thought of this, or you know, or Chloe and all of them. So they interviewed Chloe, and they said there was a scene where OJ was actually going to kill himself, which led to the Bronco chase. So then Rob, who was played by David Schwimmer from Friends, <laughs> this is awesome. Yo, he looked just like Rob. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, don't. He's like, no, don't do it in here. Don't do it. Don't do it. My daughter Kim sleeps in this room, and which turned out in all reality, it was really Chloe's room. And it, and of course, you know, Chris Jenner's in there. And you see the kids and all that, and they're like, oh, Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Rob, and like, stop running. And I'm like, they just had to throw him in there. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> like, I think that's the only way they can actually get rob see rob senior's name in there as if mm-hmm. they threw them in there mm-hmm. of course in the interviews they're like oh i think they just did that just to bridge the generation gap i'm like sure <laughs> so we gonna get those ratings um do you remember that time vic i do i remember uh the whole hoopla especially when oj was was found not guilty mm-hmm. and i remember like it was racially charged so much it so was. that a lot I was going to ask you guys about that. Yeah, like a lot of people, especially those in the black community, were just rejoicing that finally, for once, a black guy got away with yeah. it on a high-profile case. <laughs> it's about times karma. Yeah, <laughs> I know that sounds awful. That but was still. your. There's your reparations. You get nothing else after that. Yeah, I <laughs> probably wasn't. Um, I, yeah, I, don't, I was a couple years behind you guys, but I just remember the Bronco, and I remember. I think I was home when the acquittal happened, but yeah. I, may, I may have just been, I might have just been like a news story because it was before the internet too. Yeah, so like you had to be in front of a TV. You had to. Yeah, I remember I was watching Power Rangers. <laughs> it was interrupted, and then we saw the verdict. I'm like, oh damn. Yeah, that was I was in school wild. when I when they when they announced it. So mm. you must have took the day off or something because. I guess. I remember I being remember. home too. I was yeah, because we had an old little TV in the kitchen, and I think I remember being with my mother, and it was just on, it was just, and I, I think she was surprised. I honestly <laughs> have no idea, and she she didn't watch. I mean, she wasn't a my a big sports fan or anything, but obviously OJ Simpson is a Hall of Fame running back. He played for the Bills mostly in his career. Yeah, um, 49ers. Forty Niners. Yep. Yeah, uh, you are Forty Niners, but like I remember freaking back then. <laughs> I like I said I were off the air. I don't. Remember OJ playing football? I remember him from the Naked Gun movies. Yeah, and exactly. He was hilarious in yeah, those. I love those Naked Gun movies. Oh, those are my problem in my that top one, ten. And wrongfully accused was awesome. Yeah, they were definitely in my top ten um, 
movie. I just love the Naked Guns. I used to watch those all the time. Uh, yeah, that's all I really remembered him from. But you know what? He's in jail now, so I guess the reparations were paid back. <laughs> yeah, but he he could get parole this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. So it's good timing for those uh, miniseries. Yeah. For real. Now they could just do a sequel for the whatever he just was did. In jail I think kidnapping. they're. Um, I think the next one because I guess the American Crime Story because that's what it's really called the People versus yeah, OJ yeah, Simpson yeah. American another, Crime st- Story. Thing. I think the next season is gonna be like FEMA and the whole Hurricane Katrina situation. Oh, oh nice. That'll be super interesting. I thought so, but I'm like, eh, they could be. There's some other cases that could that they could. Well, if they're trying to do not just a single, I don't know. These crime things are like really like making a murderer, and then there's uh, serial, which is a podcast, and they go over all the different stories, all the different cases and stuff. So this one's interesting. That one's not just like a single person. It's gonna be like a whole. Yeah, because the internet was a little bit less powerful back then. But if you go back and read some of that stuff, how it got as bad as it did, bad, yeah, bad. The Superdome. Oh my God, I can't even think of that. Terrible. So yeah, that'll be. uh, That's crazy. Yeah, we'll see. Um, But yeah, American. That's the thing with a lot of the stuff too. It's not. It wasn't an OJ show. It was an American crime story. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, so we'll be more about that. Yeah, and that's all on Netflix. The whole thing. Yeah. Oh, nice. I want to check that out. Because I think I, I didn't Ten watch episodes, one hour each. Yeah. I, I think the it. final episode was a little longer, but mm-hmm. it's it all worth it. Like, you you get you get cling on to it real fast. Nice. Okay. Check it out. I think I might myself. Yeah. And New Edition was on last night, so I watched that again. <laughs> you really like that New Edition? I was a fan of the group. I was a fan of the group. You know, I did, see, and I did go see him in concert a couple of years ago at the Civic Center. Mm-hmm. I'll never say the dunk. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, they were just a great. Uh, there was a great performance, and the movie was just like completely honest. Like I didn't know mm. Ricky Bell was on drugs. Yeah, me either. Hmm. You know, I didn't realize. Like I knew there was some tension in the group, but I thought it was just Bobby Brown, and that's it. And everybody just kind of did solo projects just to do solo projects. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty intense. It was a pretty intense situation. Yeah, not that. And it, and it was cool how they. Added Boys to Men into it too because mm-hmm. Michael Bivens from New Edition discovered Boys to uh, Men. Yeah. And like Boys to Men was the name of a New Edition song. Gotcha. All right. Nice. I would like to see a Boys to Men miniseries. That'd be cool. Yeah. It all ties together. I'm sure, yeah. There are, every, the, everyone's looking for those miniseries now or like the movies. So but I'm they, sure they'll be there. Yeah. But I mean, they, they do. But they're still performing, they do well. right? Boys to Men is still performing, right? Yeah. Like, there's only yeah. three of them in the group, but they're still performing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but those miniseries always sold well. I mean, the, oh, Jackson, yeah. the Jacksons is timeless. Yeah, like I watched it so many times, I, I pretty much memorize it. <laughs> um, the TLC one was good. Uh, the Temptations was really good. You know, you got this one straight out of Compton was good. But mm. I didn't watch this. However, I do know that Lifetime just released their Britney Spears movie docu movie thing. Oh wow! I did not watch it. <laughs> I think Jess may have, but I did not. But I know it just Jess released. send us a review. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, anything else? Oh uh, no, that's pretty much it. It's just been nice. focusing on the whole four for four and working like crazy. Mm-hmm. Four mm-hmm. in February. I see, I order brandies too much. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I try to say four in February, I always slip up and say four for four. That sounds good too. Just don't let Wendy's hear you. Yeah. Uh Vic. Yeah. What you got? 
Yeah, up to a, quite a bit uh, this past week, uh, about three things. Uh, on the wrestling front, uh, last week I watched a WWE Elimination Chamber. Uh, mm. There were three solid matches on there. One was uh, Naomi, who finally beat Alexa Bliss to win the SmackDown Women's Championship yeah. after eight years in the company. Definitely deserved oh, wow. it. Yeah. I knew it was a matter of time that before Naomi would get the championship because like she has tons of potential and she's underrated. Mm-hmm. So it was a good match. She's very charismatic. Like why not throw throw it about on? Does she still dance like with the bright colors? Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yep, the booty don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, I wanted to say, but yay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a terrific match. Um, also, uh, we saw Randy Orton defeat uh, Luke Harper. And in my opinion, what was Luke Harper's best match I've seen from him? Mm-hmm. Like Luke Harper, that dude, if he, with a little gimmick tweaking, he could be, he could be a real money draw. He really could. Oh, the boy can move. Oh yeah, For the guy, boy can move, and he's big. Yeah, he's like big and tall, but like he can like high fly like with the best of them. So he's no longer in the Wyatt family. Um, I think he still is, but he's like there's some tension between him, Orton, and Bray. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's like the that storyline still continuing. But yeah, that was the best showing I've seen from Harper so far. Like, nice. I think it's a matter of time. If if WWE is serious about him, he could really be like a main eventer. Mm-hmm. And then you had the the elimination chamber match between Cena versus Styles, Wyatt, uh, Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, and Baron Corbin. Um, uh, towards the end of the match, uh, Bray Wyatt actually hit John Cena with his sister Abigail and pinned him. So so the match ended up between him versus AJ Styles, which was a great back and forth. At the end, Bray Wyatt hit a Styles with his sister Abigail, pinned him one, two, three to finally win yes. the WWE World Championship. That's actually a champion I've been wanting to see for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was long mm-hmm. overdue. And I think like he's like, he would be, it should have been like back in the fall when they usually, if you really pay attention to the pattern, there's a, always a heel champion during the fall, winter months, mm-hmm. and then spring and summer, babyface champions. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. kids are out of school, going yeah. to the events, they want to see them and stuff. That's interesting, too, because usually, well, actually, now, I mean, besides my gap now and then before, um, usually don't see the, you don't see two big title changes happen, Royal Rumble, and then Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So that's a little crazy. Um, wh- why do you think that John Cena beat AJ Styles if he was just going to lose at Elimination Chamber? I think it's a matter of time before he becomes a 17-time champion. Like, they want him to break Ric Flair's streak. Yeah. So they think they just wanted to do the 16 quick and just get it over with? Yeah. And just do one month? Okay. Yeah. So by the end of the year, he'll probably be a 17-time champion. Oh, I believe it. So, yeah. That's like, but that's happened, that's happened before, too. Because, like, I remember Judgment Day 2000, 2000 mm-hmm. was the Iron Man match between Triple H and... The Rock, the Rock. When, Undertaker, yeah. when Undertaker came back. That's like, that Biker Taker, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Rock lost that, but then the following month, King of the Ring, Rock mm-hmm. wins it back. Yeah. So we're like, what Oh, they really hot potatoed back then. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Holy, yeah. I hate hot potatoing. But a lot yeah. of, like, Cena's reigns, like, especially towards the end, because I remember when, and this is the one that no one talks about, which still drives me insane, um, when CM Punk left and they had the the tournament to detain, determine the next the new champion because CM Punk had left. Yeah. He had absconded with the championship. They had the tournament and the finals was Rey Mysterio Rey Mysterio and John Cena. Yeah. yeah, it was well the in the tournament it was Rey Mysterio and the Miz. Yeah. And then Rey Mysterio beat the Miz mm-hmm. and John Cena, who Vince McMahon did not allow in the tournament because he had fired him. Mm-hmm. Triple H brings him back and he's like, Hey, you get to wrestle Rey Mysterio. 
for the championship, even though he literally just wrestled 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and then John Cena won again. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. How does that count? Why are you a good guy? I like the end of, I like the end of the match when CM Punk just came out and they both was holding their belts. Yeah. Mm. But it's like, maybe Cena had just fought earlier in the night. He should at least get one night of rest. <laughs> at least yeah. wrestle on SmackDown. It was yep. just the weirdest thing. Nope. Uh, like that oh, was one of his reigns. And I know back when him and Orton are going back and forth, like in 2009 when I wasn't watching, they had flipped it back a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of his reigns are really, really, really short. Yeah. Nah, whatever records are meant to be broken. There, there was one. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there is one thing I do miss though. I miss like you actually was able to like see the grind. Like you remember um, when Brett became, you know, Brett was tag team, and then yeah, he yeah, yeah. won the Intercontinental. Then the time yeah. you seen that with Shawn Michaels, you would see all their top guys. You would just mm-hmm. see them work, mm-hmm. move up the rankings. And nowadays mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, you got you go through NXT. You had a title shot. Yeah, <laughs> it seems that what they should have done with Roman because I'm still I'm reading a couple things. It seems like what they should have done with Roman Reigns is what they're doing with Baron Corbin. Yeah, like starting as a heel, mm-hmm. slowly going up, getting shots, but not quite winning. But like, technically, mm-hmm. he did though because they, when the Shield came in, they were heels. Yeah, yeah, but then he they once like once they broke them up, he kept the music. Kept the gear. Well, the only reason the, why he kept the catchphrase. The, the reason why he kept the gear is just because the simple fact that Roman's not cut. I've he's seen not, some stuff. He's not fit. You know, he's kind of lanky. He's big. He's not. Yeah, he's big, but he's he not football. Yeah, but he's. But not the rock, also when the Rock was back, he was like yeah. he's not cut like he is now. Yeah. He was just like big. Yeah. He's yeah. a giant man. But yeah. Rock was charismatic. That's true, yeah. I mean, I feel like Roman has, but he should have, like, I get, yeah, they came in heel, that was good. But then, even back then, I remember reading articles where they're like, Roman's the guy. And then as soon as they broke up, you're like, oh, you know, this is going. Mm-hmm. Roman. But yeah. he didn't win Intercontinental, he didn't win the U.S. title. I feel like he probably should have beaten uh, the, the WrestleMania where he wrestled Brock. He should have beaten Rusev for the United States title. Yeah. That would have been a perfect. Good guy beating him for the lower title, Literally like John Cena did with the Big Show. Yeah, and then work your way towards it, but they just yeah, try to shove him in. Your title shot. Ugh. And also, I'm not a big fan of Money in the Bank. Are they doing that again? Uh, I believe so. It's a yeah. pay- it's a pay per view yeah. now. Oh, okay. I loved it as a WrestleMania match. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. loved watching it every WrestleMania. But once they gave you the pay per view, I'm I mean I don't know what Vince and yeah. creative was thinking, but I just it gave it gave us all something to look forward to at WrestleMania because. Yeah. Now they just do the giant ladder match and it's not quite as good. Yeah. But the now it's just especially when they're doing two briefcases, it's mm-hmm. so hard to every year, oh, is he gonna cash in? Oh god, he's gonna cash in, he's gonna cash in. World title after a one second match. It's and it's weird. Mm. But I do I do enjoy the match itself. Yeah. But yeah. it's just it's it's grown mm-hmm. tiring. But yeah. whatever. I've been watching for a while. I'm trying to refresh the batteries. Yeah. Um but I'm glad yeah, I'm glad you Ray, host Ray White WrestleMania again. <laughs> We'll you know, I'm, I'm actually. It thinking, was fun. I'm actually thinking fun. about hosting a WrestleMania party this year. Ooh, Vic, oh, what's up? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it actually. Party at Vic's house. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's, um, a good, it's a good time. Yeah, I, I would like. I would like to. You know, and plus there's some interesting developments. Like on SmackDown last week, oh, Randy Orton, who won the Royal Rumble, mm. actually forfeited his uh, WrestleMania title shot. Idea. You know, recommitting his devotion, quote unquote, to Bray Wyatt. So mm-hmm. now Wyatt, Wyatt has no opponent. And uh, I, that reminded me of like another rumor that uh, Vince was considering. Like he was considering a, a match between AJ Styles and Wyatt, or AJ Styles versus the Undertaker at WrestleMania. I can get down for either of those. Although I did hear that Shinsei Nakamura wants to be AJ Styles' WrestleMania opponent. Oh yes, I, I take <laughs> Yo, all my money. Yeah, 
Oh my gosh, yo! It, if yeah. You, if you could see um, AJ Styles versus Nakamura in Wrestle Kingdom, I think it was ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh, that's like wrestling Nirvana right there, man. That's a hell of a match. Y'all should have saw Victor's face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like any match AJ Styles is in, it's gonna be a good one. Oh yeah, like AJ Styles can carry Undertaker like nobody's business. He can yeah. carry anybody really. Well, He's like Undertaker can carry every, everybody else too. Don't yeah. don't don't don't, don't downplay my boy. He, well, I mean, don't 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 listen, downplay my boy. Listen, Father Time catches up to everyone except for Tom Brady. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's <laughs> gonna happen. Damn it! Well, I thought we know, was gonna be free from this shit. <laughs> now that I, 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 I have a, I have words about Tom Brady later on in the in the podcast, oh, but. Uh, but yeah, there's some interesting developments going down in the world of wrestling. Um, also on uh, on the movie front, uh, last week, last uh, Tuesday on Valentine's Day, me and my lady, mm-hmm. uh, we saw a excellent chick flick, uh, John Wick Chapter Two. <laughs> <laughs> and have you guys seen the, the first John Wick? I did not, and I've been wanting to. Yo, you guys are missing out. That you is, have it? Yes. Can I borrow it? Yes. Ooh. Yes. That's what? How many times? <laughs> it's on a row. Like, yo, let's borrow it. Yo, let me. <laughs> Like, let me tell you something. Like, the first John Wick was an excellent action movie, but the second one is just as good, just even just a little bit better. Like, really? uh, like part two, like once again, it stars Keanu Reeves. It's also directed by uh, Chad uh, uh, Stileski, who directed, who co-directed the first one. Okay. And uh, John Wick Chapter Two, it actually picks up directly where the first one left off. And in this one, uh, Keanu Reeves, he he reprises his role, and he's uh he's actually uh, forced by this Italian mobster to. Um, to like do one last job for him because Wick owes him and Wick refuses. So the mobster replies by, you know, blowing up his house with a grenade launcher. <laughs> and so John Wick has to go back into the fray and uh, kill this mobster's sister in order to give him a seat on this high council of criminals table. But once he does that, the mobster you know, inevitably turns his back on him and, and sends all and, and puts a bounty on Wick's head. So worldwide, a bunch of hitmen come after Wick to claim the bounty. And shenanigans ensue. Shenanigans ensue. And oh my God, this movie is pure action adrenaline. Like John Wick, like he scores more headshots than a than a homicidal photographer, dude. <laughs> like he's like I, Oh, speaking of in Uncharted, I end up getting more headshots than you. Oh, nice. <laughs> it has a little ticker of, of all your pe- all your friends who play. I think I beat you too. <laughs> nice, like like in this movie, like he's like the most efficient action hero because like and and you know how in other action movie action movies you have the hero that's like indiscriminately like spray bullets everywhere. Mm. Yeah. In this movie, John Wick is totally efficient. Like every shot he lands, it just lands on somebody's dome piece, one after the other, and it's like a bunch of and I, and I love how the way it was shot because it's it's my type of action movie where the camera's not all close up and it's not moving around all crazy and you can't make out what's happening you see it's nothing about wide angles and mm-hmm. you see ex- everything that's happening and what's also cool is that um there was a, a common was in it he played this a uh, hitman named cassian who was definitely john wick's match that's mm-hmm. clearly the second time i seen common as a hitman yeah and like they smoking and, aces oh yeah and, and those two they have like they have some awesome awesome scenes together like as they're fighting one-on-one hand-to-hand combat um i i i, I absolutely absolutely loved it um John Wick comes off as like the world's most pissed off dog owner because in the first one he goes yeah after, it's all about a dog right yeah he goes after the mobsters that killed his dog that his late wife left him mm-hmm. so this one he has another dog like a, this little pit bull that he takes care of and so man this movie was just two hours of just awesomeness um, they are gonna make a part three which I am happy about I can't wait for it um, the ending leaves a lot of good questions um, if you're a fan of awesome action movies and headshots out the wazoo, then this is your type of movie. But then again, this is a movie for the 
mouth breeding, well, vulva rubbing. It, it's it's uh, not. I wouldn't say it's for the popcorn munching mouth. <laughs> it, it does have those, those thrills, but I would say that it's not like. It's not as ridiculous and over the top as like Fast and Furious because the Fast and Furious movies, those are entertaining, but those are like cartoons. Mm -hmm. John Wick is at least a little bit more grounded. Mm -hmm. And I, I like the whole world building aspect of it because you, you learn more about the rules of these uh, clandestine hitmen organizations. Like they have the, these hotels called the Continentals mm -hmm. where hitmen can go to these hotels and rest and they can't conduct any business. They can't kill anybody. So those are like safe havens. Mm. So you learn a little bit about that. Universe. I like that they're expanding the world. That's that's is, how you do it. Those those is movies. Is there a car being driven through these um, in the in the in the opening action scene from one skyscraper no to another? <laughs> well, and then another. <laughs> there was something that was pretty ridiculous, like in the opening action scene where John Wick he goes into this garage because like these mobsters st stole his car. There was one scene where John Wick, he goes into this taxi depot and he gets hit head on by this taxi that goes, that hits him full speed. Boom. It just hits him. Like he bounces off the hood into a wall and then he gets up like it was nothing. Like he just, he just completely no sells getting hit by a taxi. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, I could buy it. <laughs> but yeah, like John Wick chapter two, man, definitely see the first one and see the second one. Those are great date movies. I love them. Uh, I, I can't, I cannot wait for the Blu-ray. Nice. Yeah. Word. Yeah. And uh, last bit of business uh, for me, I did play and I did finish Resident Evil 7, which is Biohazard. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome game. Um, it's a, I, th I think like stylistically, it's like a reboot. It's a stylistic reboot like Resident Evil 4 was mm -hmm. when it was with the shift to like a third person behind the, behind the shoulder view. Yeah. This one's like all first person. So if you remember um, that. Yeah, it's a first first person, right? Yeah. And yeah. if, you, if you remember that canceled Silent Hills game, PT, yeah. versus first person, it's yep. kind of like that. Hmm. And what's, what's cool about uh, Resident Evil 7 is you play as this guy named Ethan who gets this video recording from his missing wife who was kidnapped three years ago. And she's like, don't find me. You forget, forget this. And uh, Ethan, like, he didn't know where his wife was. He just got this video randomly in his email. So he decides, so rather than doing the normal thing and just totally ignore it, delete it from his email and go about his life, like, as, as any right-thinking person would... <laughs> He actually takes it upon himself to drive all the way to this uh, remote. Or just call the police. Forward it to the police. Yeah. But, um, like, he, he, then there's he, no game. Yeah. Like, he, dri he drives all the way down to this fictional remote town called Dulvey, Louisiana. And mm -hmm. he, he visits this, uh, this dilapidated home inhabited by this uh, Baker, the Baker family, like a, like a bunch of like country bumpkins who are infected by this mysterious virus. Mm -hmm. And they're all homicidal. And it's kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you ever saw the first movie with that crazy yeah. effed up family, it's kind of like that because as you're as you're moving through the 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 house and the and the swamp grounds, the 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 family members actually stalk you. They actually come after you. And it's kind of like a horror movie where they don't run; they just power walk, and you're you're trying to run away, and then they catch up to you, and then just like wreck your shit. Oh man, yeah. there is a small part of me that wants to play that in VR. But I don't know if I want to. Oh, I heard it was man up. <laughs> I heard it's terrifying in VR. <laughs> you you have VR, right? No, I'm getting. I'm planning on it. Yeah, jazz. It, mm. That's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> like it, she loves you enough. That's true. <laughs> like it's a pretty intense game. Like I like uh, the 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 amount of tension that's that's uh that's throughout the game where you have to like uh, be careful with the item management. Um, and you have to, and, and I think, I think as far as I know, like Ethan is like the first Resident Evil protagonist who has zero combat experience. Yeah, because there was like cops and stuff. Yeah, there were like cops and soldiers, yeah, yeah, yeah. members of stars. So like he's just an ordinary guy. So he's just there, and he has to like rely on his wits. And like he has to, you know, he comes across like these 
horrible creatures called the molded. There's like these kidnapped people who are like there's like black gooey like shape shifting creatures. Like if you blow their limbs off, they still come at you. Mm-hmm. And if you try to shoot them in their body, like they'll hold their hands up, but they'll they'll like walk right towards you even faster. So you have to like shoot their heads off to like kill them. And it's it's just so intense. Did and you only play at night? I did play at night. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely uh, harrowing. Like there were the lights off and everything. With the lights off and everything, and like, and like, there's a couple of enemies that you that you come across too. Like with the with the Baker family, like you have Jack Baker, who's like the patriarch, who's kind of like um, who's who's like this homicidal dude who you fight with a chainsaw, and he like he he has this like homicidal glee, and every time he he sees you, he's like Ethan, Ethan, I'm gonna get you. And then you have uh, his wife Marguerite, who, who's like this grotesque uh, woman who has like this bulbous like sack, like where her vagina is, just giving birth to like these big bloat flies that sting and bite you. Mm-hmm. So it, so you have to shoot her in the. In the oh, pussy. that's attractive. Okay. Yeah, so you, so like you have to shoot her in the pussy in order to <laughs> defeat her. Because oh, like she's climbing up the walls like like a spider and everything. I, I'm just telling. I'm not making this up. I'm just telling you what you have to do. Uh, yeah, that's appreciated. We believe you. We believe you. Yeah. Yep, yep. We and, believe you. and then you have a uh, Lucas Baker who, well, let's just say that that boy ain't right, and that's all I'm gonna say about that that mm-hmm. dude. And then you have the grandmother character who's this old woman who's like catatonic who appears in random places in the home in a wheelchair. You don't know if she's dead or like one foot in the grave. She just pops out of nowhere and it's like, um, okay. You can't shoot her. You can't do anything to her. But yeah, Resident Evil 7, man. I, I like if I would say that's my close to Resident Evil 4 is my favorite in the series. I say it's definitely in my view, I would, I would give it just a not the notch above part four. All right, wow. Yeah. That's an interesting series too, because they've changed it up so many times now. Yeah. And it's also like a continuation of um the mainline series. So so part six, which was badly badly received, mm-hmm. it actually takes place after part six, but they kind of allude to Okay. I was yeah, I was wondering if the story is still around about this like the same overarching story with Umbrella and all that. Yeah, so it's kind of like a reboot. And the ending, which I won't spoil, definitely leaves a lot of very interesting questions. Hmm. Yeah, that's a game I like because I've never done well with horror games. I don't like paying to be scared. Well, it's I don't like paying money to be scared. I don't either, but I'll still like do it. I know for a while, like saw the saw movies came out on my birthday, mm. so I would, hey, let's go to the movies for my birth for my birthday. Saw's out, okay. So I literally did that for probably like the first three. Oh man, and then it just got too much. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm I'm okay with it. I guess I'm a Hall- I'm a Halloween baby, so I. That's yes. true. That is true. The thing with these, though, like with the VR, especially, like I want to try it, just you. to try it. Yeah. But I also don't, because that would be frightening. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I'm actually... You can do some push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, can do push-ups. I'm actually curious about the VR. Mm. I mean, I, I won't buy it, but if you buy it, then I'll. I'll take we're, it, here, take well, we're doing the switch in a couple weeks. We're getting that. Oh, I'm getting that. I should say. You know, Eris is too. Um, VR, the thing with the VR is I wanted to get it with the Pro, but if you combine it all together, that's a very big purchase. So I'm trying to, w- and I'm also waiting for some of the peripherals to come out, but uh, 7, or Resident Evil 7, might be like that killer app you gotta get for the VR, because I really want to try it in that. Because mm-hmm. like, usually you come up with those and you play like the PlayStation Move stuff, and it's like, oh, this is fun, but a game fully in VR. So, yeah. well, to be determined, but I really want to try that. Yeah. Nice. nice. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. Highly recommend. Must must buy. <laughs> uh, the only stuff that I did outside of the uh, the Mario, which was added onto my what, February for fourth of February. Fourth yeah. February. Yep. So 
I still got to beat Special Worlds. Um, and then after that, Zelda. Well, Zelda's coming out in March officially, March third. Doesn't but count. Doesn't count. Me. So that'll be my next game. But I, I love Zelda so much. It is my favorite series of all time. I will buy it, as you know, because uh, I'm doing it now. I will buy a console for it strictly. I yeah. bought the 3DS for Link Between Worlds. I bought a Wii for Twilight Princess, a GameCube for Wind Waker. So I'm going to play the crap out of that when that comes out. I know Aeris will as well. Um, and he's been reading the Hyrule Historia, which is like the timeline stuff. And I've been, wa- I've been watching a lot of videos about where it all fits in because it's all the timeline is very crazy where it's split after Ocarina of Time. It splits into four paths yeah, and our three paths, excuse me. So we'll see where this goes. I'm really interested to see where it drops in. Uh, should be fun. Um, but I read... Uh, I finished Vader, Star Wars Vader Volume 4, uh, Endgame. So it kind of just finishes that overarching, the overarching story uh, between episodes 4 and 5. Because at the beginning of that story, Vader is in the Emperor's doghouse because he essentially let the Death Star get blown up. Yeah. And it ta- details how he gets back into the Emperor's good graces on all the stuff that he does and some of the uh, the rivals that he defeats. And Volume 4 was really good. Um, Vader Down, which was the crossover between Star Wars and Vader, I think it was Volume 2. I don't think it was a volume. It was between 3 and 4, or yeah. 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was still my favorite of the Vaders, because that's where he's stranded by himself on the planet, and he just, just mercs rebels left and right. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely my favorite. Um, there are some stories. Like, it leaves some stuff open at the end. Um, Vader, he... Vader's tough because if you just watch the movies, and I've said on the show before, it's really tough to be like, oh, I feel bad for Anakin. Like, no, you don't. He's a whiny little bitch. Then he yeah. gets cut all in half. But this, uh, the Clone Wars cartoon, which I've talked about before, delves into it. The Rebels does a little bit. This really does, and it details some of his feelings about Padme, and like he has thoughts and stuff like that. Um, I don't want to ruin the big cliffhanger or how the it ends, how they how the big cliffhanger ends. But at one point, he is. Um, incapacitated Vader and he kind of goes into his own head uh, mostly how he's incapacitated but he is and he thinks about Padme and back to Mustafar and stuff and he you can kind of like see the the light a little bit but then he just shuts it off again like he always does um, and he kind of it, it's pretty badass how he does that and how he gets out of that situation uh, but it's really good awesome for Vader um, I'm reading Star Wars Harbinger uh, Last Flight of the Harbinger which is volume 4 for Star Wars I haven't finished that yet and actually, Amazon just came in today with Star Wars Aftermath Empire's End, yeah. which comes after Life Debt, which I'm uh, just about finished. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to talk about those a little bit, too. Okay. But um, Aftermath is the trilogy of books that takes place between episode four, uh, six and seven. Yeah. So that details how the Emperor, how the entire Empire ended. And actually, fun fact, the fate of Jar Jar is revealed oh, yeah. <laughs> in the last Empire's End book. <laughs> we'll get, I won't touch on what it is, but I will when I read. I did see a quick snippet on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of the big things I'm concerned, um, my main curiosity between, for Episode 7, we've talked about this too, is how the hell did the Empire turn into, or like the remnants turn into the First Order? Yeah. So I'm really interested to see how Empire's End ends. So mm-hmm. I will get through uh, Life Debt and Empire's End. And did you like Rogue, Rogue One? Yeah, I like it a lot. I don't think I ever heard. I heard Victor's thoughts on it. I've seen it. Mm. I don't think I've heard your thoughts. Did we talk on, on the show? Nope. No, we didn't. We didn't. We never nope, had a big oh, we on our, our uh, sabbatical. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, I loved it. I loved it, Rogue One. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was really good. Danny Yu's character was off the hook. Who's that? What's his name? Danny Yu? Oh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the Asian man? Yeah, the black yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was really good. I really, really, really enjoyed that movie. Um... Because I it 
that really showed me, and I've said this about like the old Star Wars stuff, like it shows that you don't have to do the Skywalker saga. You can just take a standalone story in the Star Wars universe and just make it an awesome movie. Like you could take one set ten thousand years before the movies mm-hmm. and just do it. It'll be awesome. Like I'm glad they could do that. Um, it was awesome seeing Vader, Mer- you know, go crazy for that first few for a few Don't minutes. Choke on your aspirations. Yeah, I, I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I wish he had a little bit more, but it's always good to sprinkle in. One of the articles I was reading recently is how one of Disney's big things was they wanted to make Vader a villain again, mm-hmm. just a straight up villain, because with the prequels and the Clone Wars cartoons, he was too much of a hero. They need really need to dial it up and get him fucking evil again, mm-hmm. which he certainly is. Um, but I really enjoyed Rogue One. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it, it reinvigorated my faith in Disney to get some of the stuff right. Still the biggest fan of Seven. I'm, I will give Eight a shot, um, obviously. You're going to watch it regardless. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah absolutely. Um, I'm, we'll see what happens with all the Carrie Fisher news, which is really unfortunate. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be crazy how Disney works that stuff out. Well, she um, was actually done, I believe. Yeah. She was done with episode eight, yeah, but yeah. She, I believe she was supposed to have a bigger role in episode nine, which they haven't started filming yet. Mm. Uh, so we'll see how they go with that. Um, and they actually just released a cast photo today of the Han Solo movie. Mm. Yeah, uh, in the Millennium Falcon. Not not in the costume or anything, but just like the cast. I think they just started filming it. Mm. But yeah, Rogue One was great. I really enjoyed it. I liked, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm glad. It, it, you know, <clears throat> Obviously, none of those characters in the original trilogy and you know why they're not in it. <laughs> but I thought that was really good. I'm glad they took that plunge. And I like that there was no Jedi. Hmm. And I'm glad they made the fourth. Wow. Force. Yeah. Myth. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even say <laughs> words. <laughs> Mystical again. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad they, they got rid of the midichlorians and stuff. And then yeah. Don, what was the actor's name? Uh, Donnie Yen. Yeah. So, like, the force was me. Da, da, da. And that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. That was really awesome. So, and that that whole. And you can see some of the threads that they're plotting in there. Where they're putting in the episode seven with like the very beginning when the guy's like the the force guy who's like oh you gotta find Luke like the not he's not a Jedi per se but he's someone spiritual or mystical yeah and you can see it in the aftermath book so Disney is definitely building something out because the problem with the expanded universe is that people were just writing shit everywhere mm-hmm. writing everywhere it and was just basically it was basically published fan fiction yeah and you just had to mash yeah. it all together and make sure it all tied in there was shit all over the place but I know that Disney has a council right now that says what's what mm-hmm. uh but I, I i my big thing is i've always wanted them to go either way into the past or way into the future older public mm-hmm. um because i they need to, i think they need to get away from the skywalk the skywalkers the vaders yeah. chart new territory yeah. which this proved that they can do it it's just a matter of if they will so we'll see mm-hmm. but yeah i enjoyed it do you yeah. guys like it i liked it oh good like I, I i found it entertaining it did mm-hmm. have a, a quite a fair share of problems though yeah, I did. Cinematically, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You had the yeah. the fixture corner, but yeah, yeah, cinematically and stuff. Uh yeah. I I, I never I can't even I don't even know what that stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I enjoyed it as a Star Wars featurette. Hmm. Nice, cool, nice. So moving along. Latest news, Vic. Yeah. Lead us through it. News and stuff. <laughs> Uh, got some news and headlines here. Uh, first major one is uh, WB is uh, seeking a new director for The Batman, which was supposed to be directed by Ben Affleck, who's still starring in it, but he did drop out of directing. Um, uh, Matt Reeves, who's the director of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and the upcoming War for the Planet of the Apes, he was uh, tapped, to, tapped to direct, but he dropped out as well. A um, couple other names include Ridley Scott and uh, 
Fade Al- Alvarez, who's directing the upcoming Get Out. Uh, they were also considered by WB, but they decided to decline. So right now, uh, the Batman does not have a director. I just say how hilarious the story is. It's just <laughs> hilarious. It is go back to the original Codex Prime podcast episodes where we were not looking. We just we knew. We knew. No old those are those are hot takes. They were not cold takes. They were hot takes. <laughs> we saw this coming from a mile away. They should have hired us. Um, there was even an article where, where Ben Affleck was thinking, like, I don't know how true this was. You know, it could have been rumblings, but he was like, he might want to drop out of Batman altogether. I think I did come across yeah. something on that. But mm. even the even if there's whispers of that stuff, it's like, what are you doing to this poor guy? Mm. Holy crap! Yeah, I think uh, Batman versus Superman was not very kind. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. And I think he wants to do a lot of his own stuff. Like, but it, but that was us when we just bombed, right? Yeah, live by night. Yeah, Got, uh, some tepid reviews. Yeah, so I think he just wants to do his own thing, and it's tough to be a freaking superhero when the entire franchise is riding on your back. Like I know Robert Downey Jr. could do with Iron Man, but the Mar. I, I equate this a lot to sports teams where management and ownership and all that stuff is very important, and I feel yeah. like DC doesn't have that. No, and they don't. Marvel does. No, it's the suit. It's the WB suits that are yeah. calling the shots that don't really. They they just they don't really like give a shit. That yeah, much. they really don't. And they messed up Suicide Suicide Squad where they recut the guy's movie, um, and now they they get a guy and talks, and then he drops out almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Flash is looking for another director again too, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're like, what the f- what the hell? Like, I know that these guys get handcuffed sometimes. And, like, Joss Whedon wasn't happy, but Marvel was able to work around it. Like, mm-hmm. he said that in order to keep the cave scene in Avengers two, he they he demanded they have the farm scene. So it's like they worked with him. Mm-hmm. These guys just like do what we say or no. Yeah, who knows what they're doing? They just do it. But for one, it's like it's Marvel Studios, so they can- right. Yes. They can do it. They're not. They don't have like Disney really calling. No, the they shots just have. The, well. They just have money. Yeah. But yeah, it's their own studio. It's their guys making. And the, and when a guy is successful, like um the the main guy, what's his name, the movie guy, Kevin Feige. Yeah, he yeah. gets promoted. Mm-hmm. And now he's like completely separate from. And he like he said there was a guy on the TV side who was like annoying him, so they cut him out. He's doing his own thing now, and Feige's got all the power for the movies because he's proven it. Yeah. After Man of Steel, which was tepid. Mm-hmm. In reviews and box office, mm-hmm. they gave the keys back to Zack Snyder, and we all know how this is working out. <laughs> yeah, and it's like every single DC movie coming out, it's like we we all say the same thing. Man, I hope they don't screw this one up. <laughs> I'm I still want to see Wonder Woman. Yeah, but you you know some I forgot about Wonder Woman's <laughs> movie coming out. Yeah, like the trailers were good, but it's just like yeah, oh yeah, Wonder Woman is coming out. Yeah, like. I just have a hard time supporting them because they're doing everyone so dirty. Yeah, like so far, Marvel, I mean, Marvel, DC is 0 for 3 right now. <laughs> and I don't know if Wonder Woman's going to turn the tables. I'm not sure. I'm not so sure. Because I'm, I'm definitely not. I am waiting your review. I want a special Victor's Corner for <laughs> oh, Wonder yeah. Woman alone. I'm just really yes. curious. But I like that is one DC movie I wanted to see. Like Batman vs. Superman, I did, the trailers didn't really excite me. The Suicide Squad. Gave, they gave away the whole Yeah, the movie. entire movie. Suicide Squad. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I, I, just, I wanted to see it, but I knew I, yeah, I was intrigued by the concept yeah. of Suicide Squad. But there was they needed to set that up way more than they did. Yeah, they, they're doing the complete opposite. We've talked about this ad nauseum, but they they bunch everyone together and then they do the separate movies. It makes no fucking sense. Mm. It makes no sense. Nah, it's like if the Defenders did you a know TV because, show yeah. and then they got their own series. Yeah, yeah, not nah, which is true, but it's like I guess they saw that like okay, 
Marvel's doing that. Mm. Let's see if it'll work with us if we do it reverse. Yeah. They just wanted they wanted to speed up the car. They yeah. wanted to jump in and go sixty immediately. It just wasn't gonna happen. And the thing is, like, yeah, people, zero to one hundred real quick. Yeah, basically. and like, oh, people recognize these characters, so maybe we don't have to do that. But there's still your audience with that doesn't. There's still people yeah. who are. They was like, oh, I'll see Suicide Squad. I don't know nothing about them. Who the fuck's Boomerang? People don't know who Boomerang <laughs> is. And it's, and then the thing is, you make these characters completely off kilter from what people recognize. Like Batman was not necessarily Batman. That Joker was. Not, not my Joker. Joker. No. Hashtag not my Joker. He was awful. He's awful. He's awful. You don't. Why is damage tattoo on his forehead? It's so stupid. Who thought that was a good idea? Good Listen, God. people thought people. Somebody actually thought that a ter- shark infested tornado was a good idea. <laughs> well, then, yeah, they put that on sci-fi, not in a eight hundred billion dollar movie. But yeah. And uh, speaking of Suicide Squad, uh, Mel Gibson mm. is in talks to direct part two. Um, although uh, it's interesting because oh please read this um, (laughs) and this is an excerpt taken from IGN Uh, it says quote Gibson has been vocal in the past about his distaste for superhero films calling the DCEU's Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice in particular as quote a piece of shit unquote and Marvel movies more violent than anything that I've done Mm. I don't know Passion of Christ kill people (laughs) Hacksaw Ridge is NC-17 basically yeah uh, Great film, but still. Yeah, I mean, Marvel has a lot of explosions, but I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a drop of blood in that movie. Yeah, I. This, mm, yeah, the, 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 I mean, I seen... yes, but it's it's a comic book movie. Like, Rhodey Rhodes fell a thousand feet out of the sky and he He's survived. Powerless. He should be dead. You know, it's just like it's a, it's a Marvel movie. It's in a different universe. Yeah, it's a fantastical universe. You're all like all of his movies have been. True stories. Well, well, yeah, they're more realistic dramas. Yeah, 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 but they're set on this planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting choice. I mean, Gibson is a great uh, director. Yeah, and this will be something that's you know a little a little bit different from his wheelhouse. Sure, I hope his you know he's defeated his demons um, yeah. and is doing better. I know he did a lot of fucked up shit, and he you know in a, for a good reason. He sh- he was shunned for a while. Hopefully, he got the help that he needed. Yeah. Um, but I guess green ta- really green still talks. Don't know what Mel Gibson did. Oh, he 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 went on an anti-Semitic rant. Yeah, and then he had oh. some, he left some really bad voicemails on his I think wife at the times yeah. or fiance's voicemail, and he had a, he had a problem with alcohol. He was an alcoholic, which which made him say racist things. Yes, racist, oh. sexist, terrible, yeah. ter- oh, about, terrible, terrible about Jews, right? Jews and black black people, people and women and a lot of people. Yes, yeah. uh, he was very. I don't know if the the drugs were involved. I know alcohol certainly was. So yeah. hopefully he got the help he needed. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's an interesting choice. I mean I'm glad to see that Gibson's uh, Hollywood's starting to come back on the free Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that green I guess will make you know a piece of shit will turn into dollars. You know as long as he's getting paid, I guess he's happy. Yeah, I mean as long as he doesn't turn the Joker into an anti Semite, then I think we'll be okay. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something, but it would like it, it goes into politics. So yeah, let's get asked. We'll avoid that. <laughs> uh, another headline: uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, he's making a TV series based on Spawn. Um, if you remember the characters uh, Sam and Twitch, I do. Yep, the two NYPD detectives. He's uh, Smith is set to write, direct, and executive produce a show based on these two characters. Um, it's gonna and it's set to air on BBC America. Mm, I mean, no, nah. no, uh, I'm not up for it. No, you're not a fan of Sam and Twitch. 
they were okay. They were okay, like little characters, but it's like you still need Spawn, and and I, if you're gonna do anything with Spawn, Todd McFarlane has to be involved. Yeah. Plus, I heard that um the Sam and Switch characters were pretty popular. Like, they were good. Yeah, they were yeah. popular characters. They were good characters, but it's like they still needed Spawn. Yeah, like at least in you the background it. or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have Spawn. Yeah, and also in addition, Smith is also making a new Jane Silent Bob movie. I was. That's awesome. Cause well. They were Jane Silent Bob's good, but Clerks Two was my favorite. Clerks Two, I mean, I enjoyed the first one better. How could you, no, I I have to disagree with you. Clerks Two was hilarious. I mean, yeah, I did have the donkey scene and all, but <laughs> still, you know, I mean, I, I, I like the first one. I had, I had a certain. Oh, and then the, the argument with the um, Lord of the Rings versus Star Wars trilogy. Oh yeah, three movies walking to a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, other news on the video game front, uh, Final Fantasy 15 has got a PS4 Pro update. It's a patch available right now. Uh, the patch allows PS4 Pro users to play the game at two resolutions, either 1080p at 60 frames per second or 4K at 30 frames per second. Uh, the level cap is now raised to 120, and limited time quests are now included. And there's also a booster pack, which includes three new combat items, the Ragnarok, One-Handed Sword, the uh, Dragon Drain, which is a fishing rod that slows fish down, and an Avior, a reel which pulls fish in with greater strength. Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting for the... I don't know if... I'm assuming Eris is going to go down on that because it's got the PS4 Pro and the 4K and all that, but um, I'm still waiting for the patch to fix the chapter. Yeah, like something about chapter 13 yeah. like it was incomplete. Yeah, they yeah. said he was going to do it in May, either March or... Yeah, they, yeah. so they, I guess people played the game and something didn't quite make sense or characters... Um, motivations it just mm. didn't really add up i don't really know the details i just heard you know i heard about it, read about it so i guess they're adding more story content to make it make more sense mm. which and i know eris mentioned this in the last show is awful like how how do you fuck that up so yeah. i'd rather not play a game and then get confused at the end and i played i take my forever to play my games anyway so yeah. i'll just wait till that comes out and then Maurice go through catches it. up on shit <laughs> that's right hey i just beat a game from 2006 so here we are Oh, which game? Super Mario Run? Yeah, uh, oh. Super Mario, new Super Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. And I want to beat Majora's Mask, Zelda. I have the 3DS. It's the only Zelda console Zelda game I haven't beaten. Oh, nice. And that came out like 98, 99, 99, uh, I think. 2000. 2000, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will be beating that. I hope maybe right before uh, Zelda comes out. So yeah, yeah. catching way up. Nice. <laughs> but but here's what I don't understand. It's like the game Final Fantasy 15 was in development for 10 years. I don't know. And they still haven't completed the game? It's the storyline? That chapter, I think they probably thought it was done, but maybe when people like started playing it, they're like, this is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I read for 15 is that it when it was getting developed as Final Fantasy 13, blah-bitty-boo, whatever the hell it was, and then it transitioned over to 15, that was like a fresh start. But if you include the entire lineage, yes, it was 10 years. But if you shrink it down, it was probably like four or five. But still bullshit. Mm. Still big bullshit. I'm not waiting another ten years for a Final Fantasy game. No, yeah, but it, it's. it's <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, yeah, you if, yeah it was, if it's. It, I mean, this one was enjoyable from the bit that I played. But I was. I just had no interest to be like I'm gonna play towards something that confuses the crap out of me. Um, but uh, once that comes out, I'll, I'll definitely get back into it. This is. It's. It has. It ran into the problem that Skyrim. I have with Skyrim, Morrowind, all those. Is there's just so much. There's so many quests. There's so yeah. much, and I just get like bombarded I'm like oh my god I can't even think what to do first mm-hmm. so I gotta just make a beeline for like the main quest or something and then do stuff afterwards but we'll see yeah 
Yep, and here's another headline. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, NFL guy slash Donald Trump's cheerleader and best friend, Tom Brady, <laughs> is, getting, is getting his own movie and book. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie and book will focus on the Patriots' inexplicable victory over the Atlanta Falcons at Super Bowl 51. Uh, the- Hashtag not my Super Bowl. That's Hashtag right. not my champions. That's right. <laughs> High five. Um, it'll, Dallas it'll, is coming. Yeah. Uh, the movie will also deal with uh, the Patriots um, dealing with and getting away with the Deflategate scandal and Tom Brady's suspension, which was justified, by the way. Shout out to Roger Goodell. Um, so, so hold on. The weird thing about this <laughs> is that it. You gotta get started. this movie this movie's already uh, coming out, and it's called uh, Three Games to Glory. <laughs> and it's uh, Patriots Pro Shop, and it details their three playoff victories on the way to Super Bowl 51. So I don't know what this one's gonna be. I don't know what's gonna be. I don't know what's gonna be. I do know that Tom Brady did not. You know, he's not in this. This is like not a Tom Brady thing. It's just whoever the hell the filmmaker is that's doing it. Mm-hmm. I think it's dumb. I don't fuck. Like teams win championships every year. There's like ten of them every single year. I don't care. Well, I'm gonna watch the Three Games to Glory, which is like the NFL films produced. Okay. Which is good stuff. All right. So it sounds different from this film that's gonna come out. Yeah. Uh, this- I ain't watching it. Yeah, I'm, the I'm one not. that is interesting is that the one that they might be doing about Malcolm Butler, the cornerback from West Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's going to be like a blindside type thing. Okay. But I know that Michael Oher, who yeah. was ba- that was based off, he played for the Ravens and a few other yeah. teams. He won Super Bowl with the Ravens. He was not a big fan of the movie because yeah. they make it all about you know the yeah. family and stuff. And he's just like, I'm a football player. Get away from me. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but Butler, hopefully, if he, if he is behind that, hopefully he gets paid because he hasn't gotten paid shit. <laughs> because he was an undrafted rookie free agent. He's, he made like $500,000 this year. Mm. So, I mean, obviously, it's, that's still good money. But after taxes and agent and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. he should be getting paid a lot more. So and I'm sure he will. Yeah. And uh, the film uh, is going to be written by screenwriters uh, Paul Tamasey and Eric Johnson, who wrote the movie The Finest Hours, the screenplay for that. And the book will be written by author Casey Sherman, who also co-wrote the book Finest Hours. And the film and the book will be sure to provide plenty of spank bank material <laughs> for Patriots fans, sycophants, and cultists everywhere. So you enjoy that shit. I will say that, you know, with that like the whole saga of Deflategate or Balgazi, as I prefer to call it, I, I like I don't care to relive it in any way, shape, or form. I mean the Super Bowl victory was kinda of, like that whole season felt like two years and one. And I feel like the ending was perfect for Brady. Like he broke down crying at the end, which he's never done before in his other four victories. So obviously it meant a lot to him and obviously the, the with his family his mother being sick and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a great story in that regard, but I don't care to relive it. Yeah. I'm not going to read it or watch it. Yeah, this is just cast John Cena to play. The <laughs> he is the John Cena. The, he is the John Cena of the NFL. Yeah. But like I said, Dallas is coming. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you Pats fans can enjoy that. I'm sure it's going to win plenty of Oscars. Not, um, last last headline here, uh, the streaming service Crunchyroll. It's revealed its most watched anime of 2016, which is Dragon Ball Super, the most binge-watched show on, in 2016 on the streaming service. That makes sense. makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's, it's freaking Dragon Ball. And there's so yeah. many animes out there, but only a few have really broken through the Western civilization, you know, rest, Western hemisphere. Yeah. Dragon Ball, Naruto, uh, One Piece, well, a couple of them, Gundam and all those. So mm. that's one thing I... I I haven't bought Crunchyroll yet, but I want to because I do want to watch Super. But there's just, and you've said this before, Callbird, it's like good to be a nerd because there's a shit everywhere. Yeah. Like you can't even like look I up, down, left. I don't even know how I keep up with all this stuff. Yeah, nerd, I don't. Nerd culture is just 
it's mainstream now. It's insane. It, yeah, it's dude. insane. Like I go, like I went into GameStop, where you know after I got my PlayStation, I went to GameStop and I'm just like I see not just video games there. Like they're mm. selling all types of shit. Then I go into Fye and they're selling just all types of nerd shit. I'm just like, mm-hmm. like, like Funko Pop. We made it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We made it. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. So. Good. And just the fact that something like Crunchyroll exists yeah. when it didn't like last year or the before. And the thing is, I would like to get out, get Crunchyroll, but I'm like, I got Netflix. Who yeah, right. Yeah. I, I was like, do thought. I really need yeah. another streaming service? Yeah. Plus, plus Hulu has a has a good good amount of anime. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm a, I I'm always afraid to go down rabbit holes. Like well, the last thing I watched, like well, outside of the Marvel stuff, like Stranger Things, like it was just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but. There's just so much stuff on there. There's so much original programming. It's yeah. dizzying. It's yeah, like Netflix dizzy. has a lot. More. Yeah, yeah. It's all 4K too, which is always nice. Yeah. Uh, so that's crazy. That is good for them. And you can watch Sailor Moon. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. Yep, that's crazy. That's yeah. So good. Yeah, good on them. Good on them. If you're a big anime fan, Eris mentioned it before, get on that Crunchyroll. You'll enjoy it. And Hulu, as you said, has a lot of stuff, and they have a lot of original programming too with that too yeah. as well. Um, I'm still waiting on Attack on Titan. Yeah, um, in April. Yeah, because when I watched that, it was like an accident where I said I saw it on Toonami, and I was like, oh, the English dub is coming out. I'm like, oh, look, the entire sub is on Netflix. So I just watched that. I got sick. So that's usually how that works out. Um, so I'm waiting for that still. But it sounds like I remember a while, a while back, Eris reviewed a show that was very similar to that that is on Hulu. Same creators and stuff. So check that out. Um Anything else before we get to the some of the e- the backlog emails and yeah. the um, uh, question of the week? Um, no, that's, that's all I got. That I can think of. Like do we have emails? We do have some that yes. were uh, were backlogged from uh, one from Karina uh, Holloway and one from John Haponic, friend all of the right. show. Uh, Karina, <clears throat> this is actually back in January. I apologize. This is right as we took our sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I started watching you guys through your Facebook feed in the later part of 2016. I must say, I feel like I know you guys already. I have so much fun listening to you and try to participate in your question of the week as much as I can. By the way, I feel like I have very similar tastes in movies that Victor likes, so keep it going, Vic. I enjoy your reviews. And have you started watching The OA yet on Netflix? Anyways, keep up the good work. Karina. Have you yeah. watched that? Uh, not, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yet, but I've heard, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, you reviewed that a couple weeks back. Yeah, a couple. I think on our first show back mm-hmm. from our yeah. sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the other from your boy, John, if you want to read that, Vic. All right, I'll read this. Um... All right, uh, podcast withdrawal. Fellas, having podcast withdrawal from your hiatus, my inside source says you're getting back together soon. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> uh, granted, hope you guys don't go into hiding again and are more energized after that Patriots victory, which Victor probably relished. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, looking forward to the next podcast. You're somewhere in the vicinity of top 10 fans. John <laughs> <laughs> Definitely up there. Thanks, John. Uh, yes, I do feel reinvigorated. Patriots Super Bowl is good, but I, I'm already Damn, I'm moving on. I'm moving on mm-hmm. to the next. Well, I'm I'm a big Celtics fan. Uh, and obviously, spring training just started. Uh, pitchers and catchers just reported. So there's a lot of it's never stopping with sports. It never no, is. It's not gonna. Yeah, and the Celtics might make a big trade at the trade deadline. We'll see. Probably not. They Demarcus Cousins just got traded for a bag of balls, and Celtics yeah, didn't. Big deal. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, NBA, you couldn't even make that trade in NBA 2K. <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm really, I, I relish the victory for a couple of days, but moving on. Yeah. 
you know, and like I said, you know, uh, when the pa- if the Patriots win seven Super Bowl championships, then they can have a seat at the table. But before, <laughs> before then, you only got nothing to say. Hey, hey tied with us. That's what, hey, that's what Carl said like ten years ago <laughs> hey, <laughs> when they got five. So anything's talk possible. To me when you, talk to me when y'all beat us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, I think we're not playing the East next year. We just played last year. Nah. Yeah. Nah, y'all played us last year. All right. Football's fun. I enjoy football. Vic, I know you watch the Super Bowl. You enjoyed it. You should get in on it, too. Dallas is coming. Just watch Dallas. There you go. You and Carl Colbert can bond over that. Yeah, who would you choose? I'm curious. Who would you choose if you started watching? Um, whichever team that's winning and that's not the Patriots. So that's it could be, So it could <laughs> be anybody, really. It could be. I don't know the Bills. No, no. no. <laughs> I mean, if you became a fan in the early They're 90s, the reason maybe. why New England gets so successful because they, they anybody in that division is just that whole division. In the early ball. 90s, well, actually, if you do yes. if you do math, when they realigned the divisions in the early 2000s, the NFC, the AFC East has some like is like top two, three with like victories. Obviously, the Patriots poof that up a little bit, but the other teams usually do pretty well. Mm-hmm. There's usually a team that's eight and eight, nine and seven, ten and six, eleven and five, mm-hmm. but not the Bills. Probably the, no, sea, probably the Seahawks. Bunch don't. of freaking shot. I wouldn't even like no. If I would give Vic a team, it would be so. It would be a team that like nobody. I would probably. I would probably say either the Raiders, mm-hmm. or Black you hole. would go with like a complete underdog team. You probably like. You probably go. You probably head with the Steelers. I wouldn't even. Steelers are an underdog. They're not underdog. They have six bro. championships. Say, maybe Carl. maybe the. They have seven. Hmm? They have seven champions. They have six. Oh, six. Super Bowls. They have six Super Bowls. Yeah. I was throwing seven. No, yeah, six. Time oh. champions. Yeah. And probably if you really wanted to go underdog, Cleveland. Yeah. I respect Cleveland fans just because of the simple fact that they are awful and they are so loyal. And they lost their team for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and then that team, so they lost the team that went to Baltimore, and that team wound up winning two more champion, two championships in Damn. the Browns. Yes. So before the Cleveland Cavaliers won their NBA championship, the last Cleveland championship was the Browns in like 59 when they won the NFL championship, which predates the Super Bowl. Um, So good times. Yeah. Be a Browns fan. Uh, Is there a question of the league, uh, Colbert? Yes. I forgot to make a graphic for last week, so um, there's no reply to that. So this week's wrestling-related, what is your ultimate dream match? Hmm. Like living or dead? Yeah. I would like The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin to star in a movie together. Uh, I, yes, I would like a that. buddy comedy that would be awesome. cop movie. Yeah. I think would be why they haven't done it yet. <laughs> I don't know. The Rock's expensive and all the Stone Cold's movies <laughs> were straight to DVD. Yeah. <laughs> Meet somewhere in the middle. I feel like I feel like the other guys. They're friends. Why not? I know. <laughs> I don't even know if he's at the Rock on his podcast yet. I stopped listening to that. But holy crap! No, like, yeah, Paul Roma this week. Who that? Paul Roma was a job guy for in WWE, and then he went oh. to join the Four Horsemen for a little bit, mm-hmm. which was a WCW decision, not a Ric Flair yeah decision. It was just god awful. Nice. Oh yeah, but I, that's what I, that's like my dream thing for. Like I want that to happen. Okay, but, but if it's like a wrestling match, yeah. Uh, I think The Rock and Shawn Michaels is something that never happened. Mm. Um, and it almost could have it could have happened, but the four years of The Rock ascended, Shawn Michaels was retired, retired for yeah. the first time. Um, yeah, that'd probably be mine. Okay. Vic? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Um, I would have liked to have seen uh, Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan. 
Yeah. The, who, who's, yeah. Who's the biggest icon yes. in WWE and professional wrestling? Which almost happened at WrestleMania 18. Yeah. But egos got in the way, as they <laughs> usually do with wrestling. Yep. Um, and that did not happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because that, that's a funny thing to do. Because like, I try not to do the, oh, anyone versus anyone. Mm-hmm. But those stars do align. They were on the same WrestleMania together. <laughs> they totally could have done that. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm more. I'm always more of a Steve Austin guy than Hulk Hogan guy. Oh yeah. Okay, I have two. Bret Hart versus Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. And the battle of my favorites, Taker versus Sting. That's right. Yeah, that never happened either. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Like it, it, ten years ago, I would have been all for it. But yeah. now, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it was. You know what it is. Even if it was to happen then, now, mm-hmm. the moment. Yeah. The moment, like, come on, look at okay, Triple H and Sting, WrestleMania 31. Yep. And then DX and the NWO coming out, just it was a great nostalgic moment. The entrances would have been good, that's for sure. Um, I I'm sure that Sting is uh okay with his decision to not ever or come to WWE like way later than he should have, mm-hmm. but he probably he left a lot of money on the table. But it's good he's got his he's a man with his morals I get it he had his problems with them and that's why he stuck around but I am glad he did get at least one Wrestlemania match yeah um you'll be able to answer that question all over the, the Facebooks Instagrams yeah. always liking those uh those graphics uh Codex Podcast at gmail.com if you want us to read you on the air uh we'll get you um back uh, coming next week we'll be back on the Facebook live once we have our our other recording device available but until then any closing thoughts boys Check out the Codex Prime Mix Show this Friday. That's five right. O'clock. That's right. I was able to hop in there this Friday. I was liking what I was hearing. Unfortunately, I have to drive home. Listen <laughs> so while you drive. So, well, actually, it's funny. I just uh, so because I have the iPhone Seven, um, I couldn't plug it into my aux anymore. But I actually just got something in today that allows me to connect it up. So I will be listening on the way home this Friday. But right. I was liking what I was hearing. Yeah, Instagram. I'm um, gonna get the the Twitch back rolling very soon, so keep an eye out for that in uh, the Victor's Corner. I'm gonna try and get a a scheduled date for the Twitch, so that way everyone knows. Like you just yep, you do a few mix show, yeah. like for like a two like Tuesday after record at say eight or nine, gonna, nine to ten. I'll be there for an hour playing something. So mm-hmm. that's coming around the yeah, pike. We have keep an eye out for that. A lot of great content this year. A lot of great guests coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, more Victor's Corners. Yep. yep. And if uh, if you want to get on that, if you want to email the show, give us your thoughts. Correction Podcast at gmail.com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. Later, nerds. Later. Peace out.